Kia and welcome to Jewels from NZ. But this is not your average Aotearoa or Glitter episodes, oh no. This is August, and as we know, the month of August is for RPG. So welcome back to the RPG A Day, Fader Bison Takeover episode. Day 21, and the word is simplicity. And for this, I just kind of wanted to talk about the simplicity of all of our purposes, all of our motives. They always have been pretty pure, pretty simple. Um, we never built particularly complex characters. We we deliberately sort of didn't, um, and we let the backstories evolve in improv in the moment as we were going and sort of figuring out who our character is. I think there's a whole episode where I realized that Marley's probably a virgin and I just laughed and laughed and laughed. Um, uh, and it's cause that sort of stuff just doesn't like, we didn't write it. I mean, it's very different from how I build other characters and actually in some cases the same, like there's a, a character that I've built for one of, um, Joey's games, um, which I'm hoping he's starting up again soon. He did say Nermathis Knights was coming back. Um, her name is Hadira. She's a druid gnome. Um, she's very good with poisons and stuff. And in that character, all I really wrote is her auntie lives in town um, and she's fascinated with poisons. And I'll let that stuff play out, I guess. Um, mainly because that one was, um, what do you call that style? Uh, West Marches. So it's just like, date is set you can either play or you can't and you maybe you get a group of people together that can play on a certain date and you approach the dm and be like hey we can play on this day or whatever can you run for us on this day um we haven't played much of that since joey started work and there's a good reason for that because his job is really like demanding and huge and important so um, we don't want to interrupt what he's doing for for the elderly, for the disabled, basically ma- improving their quality of life with the work that he's doing. So Joey's like one of the real superstars out there on the front lines helping those people that get forgotten all the time. Anyway, where was I going with this? Oh, look, he's, an, he's a hero. <laughs> hero adventurers. Back to the point. Um, so I guess... Marley was built in the same kind of spirit that I built Hedera, you know, like she just had a baseline. She was kidnapped by a mountain river and that's where she's been. Um, and then she went and played at some nobles like castle or whatever. And that's kind of how she's been making coin. And then she wanted to go find her family. So she took off on an adventure and all of this has happened to her along kind of the way (laughs) she sort of bounced from friend to friend to experience to experience to to um you know feeling the need for revenge for one thing or other um the the revenge that join like makes marley join the resistance is actually that her best friend in the world that she was traveling with from this noble's place um where she'd been playing with him so they'd been entertaining together um was murdered by the resistance, uh, by the by, by the resistance. That would be brutal. Um, by Arkvale Empire because he had a silly little parody song making fun of Arkvale, and they heard it and they murdered him for it. So that's her motivation for being anti-Arkvale. 
nice and pure and simple. They murdered her friend and so she's pretty pissed off about it. They murdered her friend for a dumb reason and she's pretty pissed off about it. Um, and that that's kind of how she starts, which is, you know, crazy considering she ends up murdering the apparent leader of, um, well, assisted suicide, which is a weird term, I know, but she literally asked for it. I have mentioned this before. I'm hoping that you've been through all of these episodes and I'm not just dropping bombs out of the middle of nowhere as you're listening to these. Um, the Empress did ask for me to murder her. I just didn't know why. I knew there'd be a catch, but I didn't know that she was going to turn into a dragon. So... There you go. Don't help people die because they might turn into dragons. Also, just don't do that. Um, <laughs> although in New Zealand, we are trying to legalize euthanasia over here. Uh, I think we have. Like, anyway, I need to research that some more. I think maybe we have. Oh, no. Okay. We voted to look into legalizing it we as a country said yes we should do some research around that and write some laws but let's look into that because that's a thing that we should do for our poor injured people really really sick people who would like to die peacefully instead of dying in pain and elongated time um so i think we're writing rules around that interesting i wonder where that is okay now i'm getting distracted again why are you guys letting me do this this is why i don't do one take recordings joey i don't know how you do it like, do you just delete everything and then start again? I'm not going to. You're getting all of this. This is just a giant ramble. So much for simplicity, right? Okay, back on track. So, Banfor started out in the world with a pure and simple motive uh, just to find some friends and get by because his um, backstory, as it turns out, is quite tragic. <laughs> Left, you know, pretty standard sort of orphan situation, but... He didn't even know who his dad kind of was or his mom is. And he just sort of has been looking after himself, wandering around. So he just wanted some friends to hang out with, you know, feel passionate about. Um, which is why he's so loyal to us, even though we kind of annoy him and we've got different, like, motives and methods of doing things. He still stays with us because I just don't think he wants to be alone. Um, Arcus is kind of the same in that way. Arcus got bought here accidentally by Hodge. Hodge, who obviously returned from the dead on a wish of mine um, as sort of a celestial being with wings now, uh, switched through Arcus's realm, the realm of clouds and demons, um, apparently, uh, and sort of got swept up with the, uh, the air currents of it and popped into Aizen as, as Hodge did. And um, that's how Arcus is here. And Arcus is just really here to party, you know, like uh, likes to hug people and find out if they're friends or if they're enemies by literally hugging them and seeing what happens. Um, and just to exper experience the world. Like we, there was an episode where we decided to see if Arcus could absorb cider and become a cider cloud. And if that would make Arcus drunk or not, or if he could rain cider on other people after that. So, um... Yep, that's the podcast. <laughs> we do a lot of that kind of stuff. Pure and simple. Very fun. Uh, we just had an episode recently where we met back up with Trestlespoon after a long, long, long extended period of absence, um, mainly because Josh Kingsford disappeared over to the UK and then came back just before or just after COVID. I forget when he came back. Um, but it was like not ages and ages ago. Um, 
more recent than that and he's been re-establishing himself he's got nice flat with good internet now and um decided to come back for a few episodes and just see how he liked it and i think he's sticking around for a little while because he forgot how much fun it is so um so that's exciting and fun but the episode where he came back, Brad was like, I don't know how long Josh is going to stick around, so let's just have some fun with it. And we just got high and got drunk, uh, and it was amazing, and just had a good time with a town called Kerem, where one of our other friends, who's um, also a, a fan of the podcast, but uh, we occasionally give our fans opportunities to come on and guest on the podcast, which is really fun for us, so we get to play with them. Um, and then they get to hear themselves on the podcast and they tell all their friends and then they share it. It's like smart marketing anyway. Um, but yeah, we had them on the podcast and he um, he's an, he played a necromancer and we brought him back recently. And it turns out what he's been up to since we had him on the podcast last time is he's been resurrecting the entire town of Kerem where all of his family and friends were and stuff literally resurrecting them so the town is full of like skeletons and zombies and stuff all putting the town back together again oh my goodness i don't know if you guys can hear that but muesli just walked in and made his presence like very known meow you gonna you gonna say hello to everybody no you're gonna walk over here and be quiet of course you are because now that looks like i'm a liar um so yeah so you know it's simple as the name of the game for us really uh what was Trestlespoon's motives oh yeah Trestlespoon just wanted adventure and and that became kind of like a tagline of his he had this cute little like voice where he would be like oh I'm not really sure what's going on you know like he had this adorable little I can't do it because Josh does it really well he's got this slight UK twang and he's puts on this little voice and it's very like playful gnomey kind of fun um but he literally had a tagline where we would be like what do you what do you think Trestlespoon or Josh or whatever you know both player and both character when you ask them like what's your opinion on something like should we go here or whatever he would always reply with adventure and we would just like crack up I don't know it's not funny when I explain it like that but it's hilarious um on the podcast every time so yeah simple methods simplicity is where we started and um i don't think it's done us wrong i don't know listen to the podcast yourself and i guess you'll have to tell me kia ora and thanks for joining me in this jules from nz rpg a day takeover episode i hope you're enjoying getting to know the fate of eyes and some more tune in tomorrow for our next prompt thanks for my gems james jason barry Liren, KP, Ezekiel, and Joey. And a big thanks to you for listening. We'll be back to NZ and Glitter episodes in September, but August is for RPG. Inohora ka kite anō. Goodbye, and see you again soon. Mwah!